Welcome, welcome. This is Chels Pinky here. Um, you are going to be listening to part one of a really fun and interesting conversation that I had with Janelle Brown. Um, Janelle Brown, she owns her own space in Los Angeles called Janelle Beauty Aesthetics. It's where all the LA girlies are going for their filler, for their Botox, um, laser treatments. Um, and I actually got the chance to go there and get some things done. And it was really um, a safe experience. Um, I felt taken care of. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation. Janelle Brown is a nurse practitioner. She's the owner of Janelle Beauty Aesthetics, as I mentioned. Janelle is a registered um, aesthetic nurse practitioner, to be more specific. And she has a wealth of experience in beauty and aesthetics. Um, she's really passionate in helping people feel empowered by their beauty. Um, I can attest to this. I felt very um, empowered by the decisions that I made because she gave me the information, the knowledge, and she's just really informed. Um, and she's been performing Botox and fillers since 2013. So that's over 10 years of experience. I really felt safe. Um, she got her nursing credentials from Duke University School of Nursing. Um, and yeah, I just... If you're interested in Botox and filler and you're in LA or near LA or coming to LA, I definitely suggest going to Janelle. Um, this conversation was honestly our consultation, but then I was like, hey, can I share this with our listeners? I feel like listeners can appreciate something like this, especially those who are curious. And she was totally cool with it. Like I said, I had a great experience, um, ended up doing a bit of cheek and chin filler and a little bit of Botox. Um, and I'm loving my results. Like I look like myself, just like a little enhanced. And um, yeah, I think she was really open to hearing what I had to say, hearing what I wanted and, you know, working within those parameters. So check out part one of our conversation. Love you. Hey group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. I'm so excited to be sitting with Janelle. Um, I've been following you for a while on Instagram and looking at your videos regarding filler and Botox. And I've always been curious, um, but also a little weary and nervous about that, especially being a woman of color, especially being fairly young. I'm only 30. Um, so are, do you have like a lot of clients that are you know, my age, women of color. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, Daniel, I'm a cosmetic nurse practitioner. I've been injecting Botox fillers um, since 2013. So over 10 years now. Wow. And my, like most of my patients are black and brown women um, in their twenties to their fifties, but I get people above that and then lower than that. But that's like the big chunk of it. A lot of patients are in their like 30s. They kind of look like us. And 
like they don't need anything. They're already freaking like you're beautiful. You don't need any of it. Um, but they're just doing something for themselves to just have like a little refresh, something they can notice and feel like more confident about. But I tell them all the time, I'm like, you know, nobody's looking at you and seeing this little imperfection that that you are concerned with. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Yeah, I feel like that's like a good point. Like, you don't need anything. And like, I, I wonder, like some of my friends who are getting it, I'm like, but you're so young. Is it? But then I've heard it's also like preventative. Um, what do you think is the is the good part of starting this, especially when you don't quite need it yet? Like you don't have any set lines or anything. So it does help prevent if you start your Botox early. Um, so people like doing very commonly, they'll use Botox in their frown lines, forehead lines, around the eyes. Those are like a few cosmetic places that are pretty common that people will start noticing little faint lines, usually in their early 30s, late 20s, starting to see them getting like lightly etched on the skin where even if they are not making facial expressions, they like see them starting to like be there. A lot of patients will tell me, oh, when I do my makeup, it kind of creases in this spot. Um, Again, nobody's looking at your face head, even thinking you have these little lines, but the patients are seeing just these early signs of aging. Yeah. So when we use Botox to help relax the muscles from creating these like strong facial movements, um, Botox will prevent the lines from ever getting etched in if you're not making the facial movements at all or as forcefully. And I tell patients with Botox, it's really all of this stuff is super personalized to the patient. It's not like a one size fits all. Um, I tell people, even if you come in with a twin sister, you guys could have completely different uh, treatment plans. It really depends on the patient, their goals, how they naturally present. Um, some people want to keep some of their lines. Some people are not bothered by lines around their eyes. Some people uh, say, I want to be frozen and have no movement. Other people say, I need to have frown movement so I can frown at my husband or my <laughs> students or for work, for acting. So it's really personalized to like yeah. what the patient wants. And how often, like if you start it, is it like once you start, you kind of are locked in, you have to commit to doing these things every three months? You don't have to do it. Like all of it, I tell people like once you start, like if if you're like, I hate this, it's going to wear off. You don't have to ever do it again. But once you start, like people love it and they just keep doing it because they're like, oh, I look like myself. Oh, I can still move my face. Oh, nobody knew. But like I was getting comments like, I got carded when I went out. Oh, somebody, like little things like that. Did I change my hair? Did I change my makeup? Oh, my makeup, those lines were gone. It's those things that the patient notices and feels and feels more confident about. That's why they'll keep it up. Um, So it's just like this way they look and feel fresh and they want to maintain it. A lot of times if people start later in life, um, they will tell me they wish they had started earlier because if lines are already like etched on the face, it's hard to get them away because they've just, you know, they've been frowning for so long. Like they might have deep lines. They're not going to be gone. Like when you were 20, we can soften them some, we can prevent them from getting worse, but you know, the early prevention does help. Okay. And so for Botox, how often do people come in for Botox? Most people will do it like three to four times a year. Um, but it really, again, just like depends on that patient. Yeah. People say this is like their thing for the holidays and their birthday, like a special occasion. Hmm. Okay. And then for filler, 
Mm-hmm. I heard if you fill, it kind of stretches the area. So you got to keep filling it. I'm not stretching the area. So filler, um, I'll kind of like give a quick dive into what it is. This is where we're using different types of gels. Um, hyaluronic acid is the most common one we have in the United States. There's several different types of hyaluronic acid fillers. We have other ones that are not just hyaluronic acid, but hyaluronic acid is a sugar molecule. It's in our bodies. It binds water. Um, We can use it in different parts of the face to like volumize, plump, hydrate, like lift an area, not going to be like a facelift, but it can give this illusion of a lift. Um, And we have different ones. So very commonly people will do like under eyes if they feel like they look tired or like sunken, hollow under their eyes. They'll do it into their cheeks. Usually like late 20s, early 30s, people start noticing like their cheeks start to like not look as full as they were used to. Mm-hmm. Um, lips is a common one, but you can really go everywhere on the face. You can go chin, jawline, you can do your nose to like straighten a bump, um, temples when we lose volume here. So there's a lot of places we can use it. Um, and it's not that it like stretches out your skin if you're not like overdoing this. So I, I didn't, mm-hmm. I tell people all this stuff, there's, there's definitely artistry with it and you want to do it to where it looks like. This is like my take on it. Like I want it to look like you. I want it to look fresh. Um, you're going to hear those comments like I mentioned earlier, but it's not going to be, who's your who's your Botox girl? I need to see her. Yeah. Because it's, it's this thing where nobody would know if we do it the right way when we're not having it overdone. Nobody's going to know you've done anything. Um, again, you just show up. You look fresh. You look like yourself. Like... And then also people just have this different confidence about themselves. I see it from like appointment one to two to three. It's like a little flair they have, but it's not going like to stretch out your skin where now your cheeks are sagging if you don't do it. Okay. I mean, you'll continue to age, but it's not like your face is falling after. So for <laughs> me, I've done a ton of stuff to my face. Right now I have a six month old baby, almost seven months. And so I haven't done anything in you know, however long, 10 months plus seven months, a a year and a half. Um, And it's not like my face is falling. There's places where I can see like, oh, a little shadow. It's not as lifted. I see little spots. Like nobody's noticing this on me. I know it just from, because I do this. Um, But I can see where it's like not as like filled when I do my filler, but it doesn't look crazy. And I haven't done anything in a year and a half because I'm breastfeeding and all of that. So it's going to look like you, it's going to, you know, if you're, you're not rushing it. So I tell patients like everybody, I call everybody I see before they come in, we do virtual consults and we just go through goals and questions and like tips on what to expect, how to prep for treatments. I say all of this stuff, we do it in stages. Like, again, I want it to look like you fresh, not overdone. So we do some, you'll be able to see a difference. We let it settle and then we can like fine tune and add more over time. Um, I just don't want to like expect that. Oh my gosh, you come to one appointment and your whole face is lifted and you are like this completely different. It's not like that. Right. So if we want it to fly under the radar and look fresh, like we just, we do it in stages and we build it up. Yeah. Um, like again, gradual. It, gradual. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. I have one last question before I think we're going to do like my consultation. Okay. Um, the last question is cost. Cause I feel like right now things are getting expensive. Like, you know, how, what is the affordability of 
fillers and Botox and injectables? So cost is really going to depend on what you're treating, where, you know, why, what, what we're trying to accomplish. Um, a syringe filler, depending on where you go, it's going to be different prices. So I'm in Los Angeles. I charge $950 per syringe. Now, the number of syringes, again, varies on the person and what we're doing. Just to give you a quick idea, lips are commonly like a half to a full syringe in one setting. If they want to go bigger, we'll do another half to a full over time, like another appointment. Um, cheeks, again, depending on the patient, usually people are doing anywhere from like two to three. Jawline, chin, it can depends on the patient, but like anywhere four to six, what we're trying, depending on there. Um, so it can be, you're going to be paying in the thousands most of the time. I would say when people are doing multiple, I have girls come in and they're like, look, I want to treat multiple areas of my face, which I think is important. Not saying you have to do a ton of stuff to your face, but it can look off if people only treat one part of their face. If they only do their lips, it can be like really telling that they've mm -hmm. done the lips because it's like hydrated and plump and, and then everything else like doesn't fit surrounding the, like the surrounding areas don't match, it can look like you've done something. So I'm like, it okay. look like you haven't done anything. Sometimes you got to touch multiple parts of the face. Um, I would say on general, those patients are paying like 3,500 to 5,500 to do like a lot of parts of their face. Um, and it looks like themselves. It looks fresh. So, and it could be done over sessions. Okay. I did see online though, that you guys now have uh, like a payment plan. Mm -hmm. okay. So we offer financing. Um, and so patients have really liked that. We, we launched it around the holidays and it was just nice. And people told me, they're like, this makes it so that I can't afford this. Um, mm -hmm. I can do something for myself, especially with the holiday time. Um, there's different payment plans on there. And a lot of patients were like choosing one where there's no interest for three months and it like breaks down their, their payments into things that like are bite-sized, which is nice. Cool. I mean, I'm excited. My friends do Botox filler, all of it, and they love it. Um, I will say I'm, I'm from New York City, but now live in Los Angeles. And Los Angeles has a different vibe as it relates to beauty, right? A lot of women kind of have the same face. And I don't want to be in that category, but I think the refreshing and all of the things that you spoke about, like looking like yourself, but just like a little brighter and like, you know, plumper is like, sounds nice to me. So yeah. I'm excited. And now a word from our sponsors. This episode of Black Girls Texting is brought to you by Mickey D's. All the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories. And now we're back with more Black Girls Texting. A ton of women. I see patients from all over the world, like every day. Every day I'm in clinic, somebody's flying in. I have a lot of patients from New York, a lot okay. of patients from Houston. Those are like the big U.S. areas that I'll see. D.C. as well, Atlanta, but like New York, I get patients like monthly. Um, so, and it, and they will tell me, because I mean, they will come, they'll make their appointment for this, and then they go home. And I'm like, girl, can't you find someone? But they're like, it's different, like seeing a woman of color, somebody who does it. Mm -hmm. I really try to like show my patients and show 
diverse age range, ethnic background range. I show boys, girls. I try to show just everyone where people can yeah. see it's like, oh, it's normal, regular people. It doesn't have to be this celebrity or this Instagram, like baddie. It, it's just everybody. I mean, yeah. I have I have all of those patients, but it's just I have the school teacher. I have the church, uh, like <laughs> deacon. Like I have everyone, which is really cool. Um, and they're just like, yeah, it's not overdone. It's not underdone to where it's so little that they can't see a difference, but it's not overdone where it's like super telling, but they're just like, I look like me. This is something I was bothered about that I saw and yeah, they feel more confident. They're sending me all their selfies and stuff. So. Oh, I love it. Okay. So let's jump into the consultation. Um, How does that work? (laughs) Yeah, I'll let you lead that. Um, when I do the virtual consults, I tell patients like it's just time to go through their questions, their goals, whatever. Uh, like, and I'll give you tips on like how to prep for treatments, what to expect when you come in. So it's just time for us to like touch base where there's just whatever you need. We can go through. You can talk to me about anything that you're noticing on your face, like changes um, that may or may not bother you. So if, if you're like, I really like this about myself perfect it's like a good note for me if you're like i'm seeing you know a lot of times people say i see this change or i'm not used to this um just tell me even sometimes they don't know how to exactly explain what's different that they can they're like something is different i don't know what but i woke up and i don't feel like i'm looking like myself yeah we'll talk through it sometimes i say if you don't know and you can't explain it, uh, can't put your finger on it, show me a picture of you where you feel the most beautiful. This could be from a few years ago. This could be recent. This could be even um, sometimes girls are like, I don't take a lot of photos of myself, but they have filtered photos. Mm. Um, it just helps me to like understand your aesthetic. And I can kind of look at like where you are present versus the photo. And it'll give me a good idea like of what's changing. And then I just let you know stuff that I'm, if I talk to you, if I say anything, um, as a recommendation, it's one, this is just one perspective. I'm not like the beholder of beauty. So like, if it doesn't resonate with you, like you can tell me to shut up, you can ignore it. Like it's never anything to ever be rude. Um, I'm really thinking about what's happening, not just at the surface that we can see here, but beneath the skin and like what's happening with the aging process. Um, Mm. so that's where I'm coming from as, you know, if I say, Hey, this is what it is. And this is as much of a, a consult I can do virtually in person. I can really like do a full, full assessment. But here we can get a good idea of what's going on and can tell you about like what to expect and stuff. Cool. Well, I know you asked me like what my concerns were. Um, so I did do a consult like years ago when I was living in Manhattan and I went to a like a medical spa and she was saying, she was like, you're very beautiful, but your chin is really small. And I was like, okay, I never thought about my chin, but now in pictures, I look at my chin. So is there like a, like a, she called it a science to beauty. Mm-hmm. Like it should be like equal parts. Okay. I don't really go a hundred percent by like ratios and numbers. Um, being in this industry for like the 10 years, I'll say, I feel like sometimes the ratios are like not, they're like geared more towards not like super ethnic faces. So that's one thing that I'm like, eh. The other thing is like, I do think some of these things can help make the face look balanced, 
but I really like sometimes like what's different about our faith makes us look unique and like that's the beautiful thing so mm-hmm. I'm not always trying to be like yes you know like every every person needs chin now I love chin filler and I do think it it's like one of my favorite things I've done to my face it's one of my things I'm like ready to do as I'm waiting to finish breastfeeding <laughs> but um it's it's so individualized. And I, again, it's not like by ratios and measurements. Um, I just don't think we can like prescribe to that because our faces are different. Like, like I don't think we're going to have the same, even as black girls, like we're going to have different ratios on our face and I'm with you. Like, I don't want everybody to look the same. Yeah. So that's what I'll tell people when it comes to like, I'm not measuring stuff on the face. I see some people do that and I'm like, okay, maybe it works. But again, like, I see such a diverse range of people that it's like not everybody is going to fit that. And sometimes, you know, having a smaller chin works for that person. I, I see some of like the most beautiful actresses and I'm like, oh, your chin is short, but like, dang, you were also one of the most beautiful people I've seen. So <laughs> it's, it's personalized. Yeah. So I was thinking about that because <laughs> she probably put it in my head. So now I'm always looking at my chin. Um, and um, I was thinking about volume here, just like a little bit. Um, and now I'm starting to get a little, it's very light, but like a little bit of a line here. When you raise your eyebrows? Yeah. Okay. Um, and those are my big ones. I was also reading about, um, and I don't know if filler or Botox can fix it, or if this is something you're seeing like in the beauty world. But tech neck, uh-huh. so like the lines on your neck. Mm-hmm. The horizontal ones or the vertical ones? Yeah, the horizontal ones. Okay. From like, I guess, always being like this. Looking downwards, yeah. Okay, we'll talk through everything. We'll Let's start with Botox just because that one's easy and we already talked a little bit about it. Um, so Botox, going to relax the muscles. Let me see when you raise your eyebrows high and then frown. Okay. So dosing is going to depend on each patient, how strong the muscles are, how big the area is. Um, Your goal, like it's up to you. Some people will say, I don't want to frown at all. Other people will tell me they want to just like slightly frown. Other people say they want to move their face, but not have lines. So all that helps me determine like the dose we start with. Um, When we do Botox, it's, so we'll talk about, you know, I'll look at you and figure out your dosing. If somebody with a big forehead is going to use more units than somebody that's a smaller forehead. Oh. Uh, somebody has a lot of lines and they want to really straighten, flatten them out, they're going to use more units. So it's, when we do it, it looks like little bumps for a few minutes. Those go down 15, 20 minutes, and then you won't see any effect. It takes a few days to like start kicking in, and then two weeks is the full effect. After that, I just ask for your feedback. Like my team, we check in. How is it looking? Um, And then you let me know. So sometimes people, their first time, they're nervous. They want to do light um, so they can see what it feels like, if they like it. And then at that two-week point, if there's still lines or if they want to make it, you know, stronger, like really get rid of lines, we can always add more at that point or just their next round. So for you, you're saying like they're not super deep. I would probably say we go like a lighter dose unless there's something, if you're like, no, I want to be really, really restricted, then we can adjust from there. Their first time, if you don't know, I say start like light, medium, so you can see a difference. 
And then we can gauge after that to go up or down from um, where, wherever we begin or keep it the same. And you're just going to want to see how long it lasts. Most people will get a few months out of it. If we dose on the really light side, it wears off quicker. So some people, like I said, acting and they say, I still need to have these lines. They just need to be softer. I see them a little bit more frequently just because it wears off. Not as it just wears off quicker. Okay. Um, so that's easy there. Uh, for, and then big things, Botox wise, just like tips. Um, we just want to make sure that big things for like the forehead. I don't see this on you. Sometimes people have like lines that are really close to their eyebrows. I'll tell people we want to make sure that we're not, we want, I want to give you movement of your face if you want it, like to be able to move your brows up and down. Sometimes if people have like a line right here, I'm like, if I get rid of every single line, we have to be careful or because it could flatten your brow or make it like too strong. So those are things that I'm thinking about when I'm injecting. Um, And it's this thing where we can always add more if we need, but trying to be mindful to like minimize any risk. Mm -hmm. To be Uh, like the the girlfriend's episode where Tony's like, I don't know if you saw that. (laughs) Yes. It did like that. So that's Botox. It's quick. It's easy. Does it hurt? It's a little, it's like pokes. It's not bad. We give you ice, Um, but it's like a really quick thing to do. Like the injections take two minutes to five minutes to like get through. It's nothing long lasting. And then afterwards they say it's fine. Okay. Sometimes as it's kicking in, people will get a little bit of a headache. I think as the muscles are like not able to do their full function, but that's pretty. And then it just slowly as it wears off, you'll notice, oh, I can like frowning. Oh, the lines are coming back. And then you can decide if you want to do that again or not. Okay. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.